assume that you have good friends who sometimes can see what you cannot see. And sometimes your friends will tell you, ah, no, IBK, this girl will kill you. <laughs> mm-hmm. IBK, I know you. She will bury you, IBK. And lock the key and take, IBK, no, no. But IBK, you know, your girlfriend is good. Don't worry. I know your, I know your girlfriend. But it's important to seek counsel. The Bible says that there was a family meeting, they, and they asked her, would you go with him or not? Would you go with him or not? I'm going to try and... Hmm, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> because, uh, see, yeah, so I told you what the best case is, what the worst case is. No, what the base case is. But sometimes the worst case is that you meet somebody who is actually deliberately deceiving people. I've had friends before who did not know that the guy they were marrying did not have a university degree. They are still alive, these people, I'm telling you. In fact, I've, I, I've had friends before who did not know that the man they were marrying did not have a job. Skillfully hid all sorts from them. And it goes both ways. So my point is, understanding that sometimes we have blind spots, our responsibility in God is to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, I've had people before tell me, look, Idris, eh? I was in a place with someone who was actually actively deceiving me. One day, you know, just prompted by the Holy Spirit, they called the person and asked one question and everything unravels. Very quickly, very quickly. What are my three big things that I would say to women on the day about finding an awesome spouse? Um, hmm. One is having the confidence in God to accept a promise. Having the confidence in God to accept a promise. One of my favorite scriptures in the book of Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews 6.12, I'll just check. It says, do not be slothful. Yeah, Hebrews 6.12. It says, we don't want you to be lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. I preach this scripture every month, I suspect. Uh, the man of your dreams, when you wake up, will typically not look like the way you saw him in the dreams. And what you, in fact, I was saying to talk about this morning, that I wish, I, I thought about this earlier, that I, I wish I could put up pictures for you. So the, the few people who are married here, I wish I could put up their pictures on their wedding day. Brad Dickball, is he around? I, I saw their picture recently. I was always hot, but even then, <laughs> even then, if you see P.I.'s picture 13 years ago, God has been kind. <laughs> so, the ability to receive a promise from, so I know the guy of your dreams. Oh, I know. Because, and the reason I know is because I've got a daughter. Even I have begun to dream for her already. Ah, no, my son has to be hot. Hot, spiritual. Ah, no, <laughs> He was going to play chess, support a good football team, liked lawn tennis, well-educated, speak French or Mandarin. <laughs> I have plans for him. <laughs> I have plans for him. The guy, ah. When my daughter turns 18, I'm going to give her a list. I want you to study this manual. <laughs> you know, it's not, I'm not trying to control your life. I just want to influence your thinking. 
Give us some pictures. Look at these pictures. Can you see? Can you see? Ah, no. <laughs> Do you know what the school fees are nowadays? But, but that guy of your dreams, that guy of your dreams, typically does not arrive in that finished state. And that is the challenge of life. It's how do I, so those guys, people who do, who are, who are uh, you're a finance person, you know this whole concept about being able to take revenue streams over a period of time and say this concept, this business, this entity can make so much money over a period of time. And you will say, but we need to make a decision in the now. How much is it worth today? And so you would discount it to its current reality. And I said to the women, the boldness and the faith in God to be able to receive a promise from God in its now state, trust in God that it will become, he will become the man of your dreams. And I'm not saying settle. I'm saying simply understand that everyone grows. I've said this over the last couple of weeks. I'm almost tired of saying it, but I assure you that the guy that my wife married 13 years ago is not me in that sense. I didn't even have a beard or this, what they call this, and I was trying to, I didn't, I wasn't a pastor. I didn't drive an SUV. I definitely didn't live in Lecky. Um, I didn't even have a flat stay with my uncle. It was very convenient. Someone just saying, God forbid, I cannot do that. God forbid. But, but oh, I didn't even have a passport. I've never traveled. Someone said, ha. <laughs> mm. They prepare, but I mean, I'm, look, and I, I was telling in your lower, I can share with them. I said, we're not doing badly because I was working. We both had just at Anderson. I was at PwC. Our honeymoon eh, was in Ghana. Abi, that's not bad. We went by road, dear. <laughs> We went by road. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it was a good hotel. It was a good hotel. But we went by road. <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> we went by road. I mean, and over time, by the grace of God, now we want to think of, I'm, I'm not going anywhere without go by road. If we go by road, I, it's hard. We can't even go by road. It's, yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Just does it. Does the hardship. Or, first thing I think is who is going to drive that long journey? The car. No, no. God has been so kind. I even wasn't as mature as I am now. Yes, I was handsome, you know, and all, and all that. But yes, you know, and I was hot. I was hot in those days. I was, <laughs> I was hot. But would you receive a promise from God? I have heard people talk about young men before in church and outside church. I say that, that one, what nonsense. Remember one lady said, ah, we're not on the same social and is it mental status or something. I'm telling you, I can't forget that. How that guy did not have to be committed for mental, psychiatric. I can't, I'm serious. She told the guy, not that she was telling her friend. She told the guy, I think. People have said, how dare that guy walk up to me? How? No, how can, can you imagine that's, that's... Because when you think of who you want to marry, you think of, God, give me a guy like Tolu Adelowo. 
I told her, dear Lord, like deep or like God says, I can I'm happy to give you. I, in fact, I sent three types for you to choose from the other day. I said, follow me. I, I, I sent Crispin. I sent Caleb. Like, no, I want Dickbo. It's like, one, Dickbo is married. And two, follow me is even in a better place. He says, Lord, Lord, you don't understand. So I find a way live in a world where a lot of people want the finished good. I normally say to couples that the, if you recognize the fact that you are a work in progress, you need to be willing to receive a work in progress also. And the most important thing is you must look not just at the promise. You must look also at the one who is promising. And that's God. The Bible says, Abraham being persuaded of the fact that he who has promised is faithful. And that's where you must look also. That's what you must look at. <laughs> okay. The second thing I want to say to the women is, um, this is a very interesting one. It's about, so this is a bit technical. I believe that there are frequencies for attraction. I say Pierre has come with all this fancy English. Just relax. I'm just going to go somewhere. So when you want to attract ants, you simply just leave sugar on the table. What brings true God-fearing, awesome men to the table? So I had to go and check the lyrics of that song because I just came to my mind. So what brings all the boys to your yard? <laughs> mm. Uh, no, no, I'm, and I, I'm coming where you are. Just relax. What brings, what brings, is it milkshake? <laughs> and, no, no, I'm coming where, just where, where, where I'm coming. Because, so if, you, if you've been around a while, you remember how that radios, you know nowadays you just press one and they tell you it's cool FM, press two. In those days to get a radio station, you had to first decide whether you were going to check AM or FM. Uh, Idris Khan, don't shade anybody. Relax. Because <laughs> when somebody was nodding, I was like, yeah. But if you really had an old radio in the day, you first set it AM. Because there were some stations that were on AM and some stations that were on FM. There were certain parts of the country, country which only had AM. But it's okay. We'll go there today. It's, and even then, you had to then decide to listen to a particular station. You would have to find their frequency. I realized as we prepared for this that our world has told us that there are certain frequencies that we must be transmitting on. The challenge with that is different frequencies attract different type of people. There's a couple of frequencies. You know, you know neediness is a frequency. I just want to be helped. I just need somebody to love me. And what happens is that there are kind of people that that frequency attracts. You know if you are a sacrificer, forgive the English, it's a frequency. I can do anything for anybody who, has, who will pay me some attention. There's a frequ that frequency attracts certain type of people. 
people who just want to. So people who just, because sometimes when you hear the story, you say, hey, so you used to wash his plates. You did, his own, you did all his laundry. You cleaned his house. You even gave him money to travel for holiday. You didn't go, no. <laughs> you really loved him. I, yes, I loved him. You were broadcasting a frequency. Your customer came and... <laughs> I'm coming. Sexiness is a frequency. Ah, we're talking about what is bringing these people to the yard. Sexiness is a frequency that our world is teaching us. And so, we've, again, I, so one of the challenges for me when I talk about my daughter is that I'm saying that I want to raise her up as a lady who is confident in who she is in God understands her sexuality, but that understands that that is not what will bring that chap that I was describing earlier. The danger is that every time you listen to a song, the odds are that the song tells you about... It, it's. It's the most amazing thing. And because we're not conscious, the most amazing piece of programming that happens in our world. And I pity the men the most because it's, it's, it's such... I see the struggle. <laughs> okay, we're in church. So I can't even tell you some of the things I hear. But it's, it's that people are being... Pro- so it's a context. It's subtle, you know. But we're being processed to think that, ah, if I don't show something like this, or talk like this, or do, like, do my head like this, I can, <laughs> that I would not attract someone. And you, sometimes you know it, you know it. You know there's a way the, the sister in church can even say, ah, brother IBK, <laughs> how are you? It's a long time. There's a way she can just touch you, IBK. And you know, you know the Bible says, virtue left Jesus. It's just not... <laughs> And after you're like, what did they preach in church? I don't even know again. What's, where, where are we? What are we even doing here? The frequency she's translating on. I mean, and, I, and, I, and I need to talk to us, church. I need to talk to us. Look, sometimes I meet women. And all true, I'm just looking into their eyes. They think, ah, this guy's very intense. I'm not intense. I just have to focus on your eyes and just look at you. Ah, no, this is a pastor. No, I'm telling you the truth. Just stare into her eyes. She looks up, I look up, like I still follow her eyes. Why? Because she's on a frequency that <laughs> So we talk about an awesome spouse, someone who fears God, someone who um makes you a better person, someone who's willing to sacrifice, love you like Jesus loved the church, someone who will be a father for your children, someone who will be there for you in and out of season. I find that those type of people, of course every man wants a wife that when he brings her, everybody's like, ah, ah, this one is too fine. Of course. But we showed the whole Elijah McKay thing last week and talked about how with with proper packaging, everybody can be attractive in that sense. But it's really about what is in the heart and who you are as a person. 
last week when we read, she, the, 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 the servant says, would you please give me some water? It's kindness. It's a heart that is good. It's a heart that is willing to share love. That led, and opened her, led her to destiny and opened the door for her. Um, the power of a gentle word. Two stories, I wrap this up. I've told a couple of friends before, and this was a story that was close to me, because this lady coming back, I think she was relocating back into the country. She meets this elderly couple, really old couple, you know, on the plane. And you know how old people can be on the plane sometimes. You're like, why are you flying? Why are you flying alone? Do your children hate you? You know, that kind of thing. Like, and she meets them. But she's very kind to them for no She doesn't know them. She's so kind to them that when they disembark in Lagos, the elderly couple insists that she should meet their daughter who is, who is waiting to pick her up. And they get into conversation. The daughter finds out that she's relocating to the country, doesn't have a job yet. Fast forward a couple of months or years. When I go to do work, I go to do work at the, the, the office, the book working, then there's a client. The lady she meets is the manager for a particular section. The lady has recruited her. Simple act of kindness. And it's like, oh, just, just like, just like, and I, I mean, this isn't something someone told me, someone I saw. The lady had recruited her. Because her parents were like, this girl was too good to us on the plane. She had no reason to. I mean, but there's a lady who says, so I should just be good to people. We are Christians. Yes. And it applies to guys also. It applies to guys also. Women have an amazing capacity for nurturing. And women are different from men. Next week, we're going to talk about this. So sometimes we think that this, so if people are different, that means that they're not equal. But women are very different from men. That's why God did not allow men to be fathers. Half of the children will be dead. I remember when Tolu and Dami were blessed with their baby. And I can't remember what we're having a discussion with Tolu the other day. Says, Tolu was talking about making baby food. I said, hey, so how do you do it? They said, you will do it and you will add sugar. I said, like, Tolu, add sugar to what? So I called the wife, please don't leave your husband with the baby under no circumstances at all. Some men are like, oh, really? You don't add sugar? Oh, really? <laughs> no, guys, you don't add sugar. You don't add sugar. What frequency should I be broadcasting on? I'm going to read the scripture. I'm going to have to wrap up. The day I decided I was going to marry my wife, we've been friends for about a year or two. She liked me a lot at that time. I, I, was, I was hot stuff. I just like, you know, focusing on the Lord. Um, she had organized somebody had introduced us. Even then, I was not moved. You know, but the day, I tell you very simple. Uh, my birthday, 23rd of December, normally bad traffic in the city of Lagos. I said to all my friends, stop by the house, 25 Salvation Street, Okwebi, after work. And I said, because I was, this is how I was, so I said, this year's preferred gifts are books. Right? So that's what me in those days, I used to say stuff like that. Okay? And she was working in Victoria Island, living in Okota. Okota, for those of you who don't know, is... Um, is near Festlak, as we are going to, as we are leaving the town, okay? 
And um, I was, so I was in the middle. And she didn't have a car. I half did not expect her to come, and I really didn't expect her to bring anything. I think it's between 7 and 8 o'clock in the night. This young woman had taken a taxi. It was in Uber in those days. Taking a taxi from Victoria Island, showed up, 25 Salvation Street. Not only had she shown up, she had brought a book, Profiles of Success. I can't forget it. And I'm not lying to you guys, church. When she stepped in that day, it was as if literally scales fell off my eyes. And I'm not joking. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I said, so, and I said, the question was very simple. So what am I looking for in a wife? Full stop. I'm not joking. She was there. She didn't know what was happening. She was there. Oh, well, happy birthday, happy, happy, happy birthday to you too. My future wife <laughs> came in. Did all the, when she was leaving, I told my friend, I can't forget. So I, woke up, I said, can you drive? He, of course, he said, you will drive us today. He said, yes, no problem. So what's up? He said, don't worry. So we, he drove. I put her in the back of the car. I said, he was driving. We're going. I, put, I can't remember. I think I typed it on the phone. Would you do so, 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 so? Nah, the rest, they say, is history. It's an act of kindness. And I know it's countercultural. It's countercultural because we're not, no, no, me. And now you know, all the guys that are busy me as their footmat. They say, no. But it starts from a smile. It starts from, how are you? It starts from when they ask you, may I have your number? That you don't step back, I the guy. <laughs> it, 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 it starts from there. It starts from lowering the fences down. What do kings look for? The scripture we read, is, I have to land this plane now. I have to land this plane now. The scripture we read says David is going, he's upset. And I must say this, because what Nabal, Nabal simply said, I'm not going to give you food. Who is, who is David? What family? And I said that that insult, that insult touched something in David, because David was on, on the run. And sometimes, guys, we need to resolve certain things before we get married. Because it was an insult, yes, but how do you now take 400 men and say, I'm going to kill him, kill every son, kill every... How? He just said, we're giving you food. And so some of us sometimes are carrying offense, and so it's like carrying kegs of gunfire. And so you're driving on Monday morning, the damnful guy just says, uh, stupid, and then you just explode. You just cross that. I will kill you. And like, people are like, what did he say? He insulted me. It's an unresolved issue. But, but I, I divert. Look, so David is going to, and what amazes me in that story is the beauty of the heart that Abigail shows. The Bible says, a soft answer turns away wrath. And I teach people when do marriage counseling, if you do not learn how to employ a soft answer, there will be fire in your house. No, we have been taught in this world. Everybody's throwing shade nowadays, even pastors, you know. But, but and we're all sarcastic. We quick, the quick reply. First one, he says one on Twitter. We insult his life. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, but Abigail shows up and then she begins to talk to this man. So when, you know when people are going to war, they don't just walk, they're not walking casually. It's not like you're strolling down, oh guys, we're just going to kill Nepal. No, they are marching. It's a military formation. They are vexed. Some of them are probably high on whatever they used to be high on in those days. It's true that you're going to war. They probably drank something. Everybody's probably chanting. She shows up before David. 
and he begins to talk to David in such a way that even David begins to he 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 gets to he he gets to a place where he begins to say, really, what even what I was about to do doesn't make sense. And David moves a whole army back because of Abigail's intervention, because of an intercessor. <laughs> so, so sometimes the ability to calm a storm, it, because men have the ability sometimes to just do silly things. And I say this as a man. I mean, it's only a man that can be driving. They'll be telling him where. He said, no, I've been there before. Until he's properly lost. And I say, eh. <laughs> then I look for another issue to cover up. I don't like the way you talk to me, really. I don't like it. What's all that? You didn't even let me concentrate. Men can do silly things. I mean, and I say this to you guys. But for the prayers of my mother, my wife, and my daughters, I probably won't be standing here today. <laughs> In fact, and I say this, this is important. That a woman who prays, I believe is worth her weight in gold. Every single piece of her weight in gold. Because you're not just looking for a man to marry. You're saying, I'm about to start a family that I will nurture. And I, and I said to people, you need to get into that place of prayer, that when a, you can even find a woman who would be willing to go beyond just uh, the, where did it take him? Is it him TFC? Is it this? Ah, I can't go to TFC. Well, he took me to this fancy restaurant. Uh, they paid all the salary. He said to take me out. When you move beyond that to people who are actually interested in your heart and in your life, and who can move disaster, you would find that kings make choices there. Ah, okay. Um, the last thing I'll say, which I'll, this is the last thing. We're going to now sing Blessed Assurance, and then we'll finish. Because they're really rushing. They've chosen the plays at three, so we kind of have to finish now. Um, back to this whole thing about receiving a promise from God. God will rarely send greatness in spectacular surroundings. <laughs> there will be angels singing, like when Jesus, but, but he would find a manger. And I'm not saying marry someone who looks anyhow, no. But I'm saying that the ability to see, so God will speak so many times in scripture to women, and he would say to them, Bible will record, and she heed those words in her heart. I said Akash is not king, especially in a world where women have become commoditized. Your life as a woman must not, you must not go, you must not go to the highest bidder. God forbid. Sometimes you just learn how to, how to trust God for electronic transfer. Where you have not seen it with your eyes, but you have received a word from God. Is the keyboard stop playing because they told you I stop preaching? You need to pray. <laughs> just relax, relax. By the way, and I leave this here, okay? I beg, this is important. Do not accept from a guy and vice versa anything that will blur or impair your judgment or your conscience. And I say this again. 
Do not accept from a guy anything that will impair your confidence, your con- well, confidence is a good one, confidence, your conscience, or your judgment. I'll give you an example. Guy likes you, or he's trying to like you, he buys you a bag. You check on the internet, bag is $2,000. Oh, oh, this guy likes me. Your friends come say, he bought you this bag. You don't know this bag. I don't know it. Eh? A village girl. This is the bag they call Beckin. Eh? Eh? Ah, yeah, ah, everybody makes noise. Okay. You accept it. You're going. Another day, he brings G-Wagon with red leather seats. At that time, you accept it. You take it home. Person, eh? Who gave you this car? Choma, who gave you this car? It's one boy in our church who, shalalawal. He just, eh? He, he, he gave you the car. The father said, let me test the car. Wait, I'm coming. Just stay here. Those guys collect. Let me, father will drive it back. It's a good car. It's brand new. It says brand new. Okay, when is it coming? It will come. You see, what happens as you collect more and more is that the day you are feeling, you come to your, even your pastor, you say, pastor, I'm not feeling. Pastor said, no. Yes. This is the will of God. <laughs> even the car itself will be talking to you. Sister, you cannot do this. <laughs> but my point, and it's because, see, when people, see, people give sometimes, I mean, I love giving gifts. But sometimes people give gifts very deliberately. And so you must be bold enough in God to say, I am sorry, I cannot accept this yet. If you put it yet, it means you can hold it. Yeah? When the will of God is settled in my heart, I understand our relationship. I can accept it. So this is it. We must marry someone who draws us closer to God, makes us a better version of ourselves, helps to contribute to that process, and essentially helps us achieve the things that God wants us to achieve. I can't even get a chance to look at the box. This box I bought in Marrakesh, I think, in Morocco. And I liked it because, well, first I had to bring a box home or something. It looked nice. Um, it's in First Peter that the writer begins to say, let your adornment not just be merely that which is outward. But it begins to say, look, there is something that is on the inside of you as a woman. You carry the ability to take one thing and make it a thousand. You carry the ability to turn the tide, to intercede, to change things. And it says there's not just the focus on the outside, but it says there is that which is on the inside. If a man is just wanting to marry you just because of the things on the outside, there might be a challenge with that type of man who's come to the yard. There is so much on the inside. God never sends anybody out empty. Never, ever, ever sends anyone out empty. I'll pray shortly. We'll pray as a church. We'll agree that nobody here will make a mistake in marriage. Nobody. We'll pray that if anybody is in a tough relationship, already one that does not glorify God, that God will blow breeze on the thing. Say amen, guys. <laughs> we'll pray that God will do, literally, will shake the heavens and the earth and cause divine connections to happen. We have to do this very quickly, but I'd like us to sing the hymn, Blessed Assurance. Should we throw that?